Hello, welcome to SW with Daniela. I'm Daniela and this is my podcast. Um, if you are new here, welcome. If you are just somebody I know and you're listening, uh, welcome. And yeah, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, I wanted to start today's episode apologizing because I didn't post last week. I didn't give any notice about it and um yeah, it was just a crazy week. If um, you've listened to my last episodes where I've spoken about work and how I don't usually work five days. Last week I worked five days. This week I worked five days. It's been a crazy busy week. Um, I've been thinking about the SW with Daniela Instagram page and how I'm trying to like revamp it and just trying to make it a bit more me, a bit more interesting, a bit more fun to look at instead of what it's been like because I'm just still trying to get the hang of things and yeah just been thinking about that and trying to make things work and trying to make things more me and more us and you know just that stuff um it is Thursday afternoon I just got back from work I am feeling good I wanted to record and here I am recording um I also wanted to talk about how um I really haven't had a set time that I've been posting episodes but from now on I will be posting at eight o'clock in the morning and I'm going to be very consistent with that the only thing that you'll have to know is that um my shifts are changing. I'm moving from Sunday to Wednesday to Wednesday to Saturday. So I might have to pick a new day to post or or it'll stay the same. I don't know. I'll let you guys know. It's it's no big deal. It's nothing, nothing serious, nothing too crazy. Um starting today's episode with a movie review as per usual. Um I'm not sure if I'm still gonna do these, but for now I am kind of just loving it and yeah so that brings me to today's episode and the movie I'm going to be talking about is called The Family Stone. You probably haven't seen it and if you have it was probably a very long time ago. So The Family Stone is a movie from 2005. It's a romantic comedy. It has Sarah Jessica Parker, if you don't know who that is, she is in a lot of stuff. Uh, she's mainly known for Sex and the City, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, Rachel McAdams, uh, Diane Keaton, those are just like some popular names that are in the movie. And this is like when they were first like starting out, I feel like. I'm not too sure. No, they wouldn't have been starting out, but um, it was, it was a long time ago. I mean, it was what um, sixteen years ago. So um, I kind of went past the, past this movie, and I decided to give it a try. I was like, "What's the worst that can happen?" And so I put it on, and in the beginning, it was so good. It had so much potential. It had so much potential please go watch it please 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 go watch it and if you see me talk to me about it because I just I need to hear the reviews because I need to know that I'm not alone (laughs) I'm not alone in thinking about this um 
but I watched it. I watched it with Eli's sister. Um, and in the beginning, it was really good. Like I said, it was, I thought it was going to be great. There was a set path. It was, it was good. It was going into good places. And I'm going to talk about it. If you watch it, skip it, skip this part. If you don't, don't skip this part, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Do whatever you want. But so I put the movie on and it starts out and it's this guy and this girl and they're a couple and they're like a business couple, you know, like in the movies. And this girl is going to meet this guy's family and she's very uptight and she's very like particular about things and her hair's all done like straight and perfectly and you can just tell she's very uptight, you know what I mean? And she goes to meet the family and the family is so mean to her because the family's like relaxed and they don't really care and like they just, they're not perfect and they do things their own way and she's like this uptight girl that needs things to go a certain way and yeah, she's she's not very talkative in the beginning and the family is, yeah, and the family treat her so terribly. Which was really sad. I don't know, it made me really sad. And then the movie started taking a turn. So, um, the family was really mean. The girl calls her sister. Please skip it if you, skip this part if you're going to watch it. But she calls her sister. And um, her sister comes. And the guy picks up... So, the girl's boyfriend picks up the sister from the bus stop and like he sees her and he's like wow you know you can just see it in his face like he's impressed by this girl like she's the complete opposite of her sister she's like relaxed she's fun she's outgoing she's talkative and the sister's uptight and quiet in the beginning and they're just different you know and um the movie carries on the sister goes into the the house of the family that's being mean to um the girlfriend and the family loves her and the family treats her so differently to the sister which made no sense because like why would they get along with her like straight away just like they were treating her so nicely compared to how they were treating the sister it was like kind of like unnatural to me to me and so they, you just see them being nice to the sister and the, oh, what happened? Oh, my sister's here. <laughs> I'll, I'll carry on in a second. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Um, so at this point of the movie, I'm unsure where it's going. Usually with early 2000s movies, like you can guess the ending. It's like really predictable. But at this point, I really, I really don't know. Um, so the family is being nice to the sister. And, um, during this time or before this time, the boyfriend asks the mom for the family ring to give to his girlfriend. And the mom says no, because obviously they're being mean to the girlfriend and you can tell that they don't like her and so they're not going to give the ring. Then the sister comes into the picture and the mom's like, 
it's it's like around that time where it's like, okay, we need to stop being mean to her. And she gives the ring to the guy, like her son, to give to his girlfriend. And I'm I'm just watching and you can tell he's not the same anymore. He's not like, I really want to marry her. And then she runs off. She gets upset because the family starts being mean to her again. And it's just something ridiculous. And yeah. And then he goes out to look for his girlfriend. And he goes with the sister. And now this is when things get weird. And I'm just... Oh, yeah. So he's looking for the girlfriend with a sister. And by the end of the night, he asks the sister to go out for coffee with him. And it's like, what the heck? You're literally looking for your girlfriend and you're asking this, like, her sister, her sister to go for coffee with you. Like, isn't that mind blowing? Like, what? Like, what? Yeah. So at this point, I'm just like, I don't know if I can watch this anymore, but I keep watching. And well, you can guess how it goes. So basically, the girlfriend goes to this bar and she's with the guy's brother. I mean, like, you think that it doesn't get, like, worse but yeah, then she gets really drunk. Nothing happens with the brother, even though she th- she wakes up the next morning in the brother's bed. She thinks something happened, but nothing did happen. And so the mom finally gives him the ring, okay? Um, the boyfriend the ring to propose to his girlfriend. Even after... Even after he asks the girl out for coffee, but the mom doesn't know that... And he takes a ring and he goes up to the sister and she's like, oh, is that the ring for my sister? Blah, blah, blah. Like his girlfriend. And he goes, no, I want you to try it on. So he wants the, he wants his girlfriend's sister to try on the ring that he was going to propose to the girlfriend with not even a day ago like let me explain that this isn't happening within a few weeks it's literally happening within like a day like what what make it make sense somebody make it make sense it was terrible like yeah I don't know it had so much potential and then it just like blew up and yeah I was just like okay whatever whatever um yeah and then everything happens and blah 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 oh and the ring gets the ring gets stuck on her finger on the sister's finger the ring gets stuck and it's like like the the girlfriend asks like oh like why is the ring stuck on your finger and then the sister changes the subject and the girlfriend doesn't even go back to it she doesn't even like second guess it and be like wait a second like you're changing she just forgets about it and i'm like what what okay anyways moving on moving on At the end of the movie, it fast forward, and it was quite sad. The mom passed away. That was, like, quite sad. But, like, the girlfriend ends up with the brother, and the boyfriend ends up with the ex-girlfriend's sister. What? What? 
This is like stuff that happens in Reddit, you know. Do you know what Reddit is? It's like where people tell their stories, their weird stories. This isn't what happens in real life. Even though it's a movie, like movies are supposed to resemble real life, kind of, kind of. Take that lightly, please. But like, that is such a stretch. Oh my goodness, like I was I was horrified. So please give this movie a watch. Please let me know what you think because I I was just shocked to say the least. I'm surprised I made it to the end. So yeah, that's just my opinion. Go watch it. Go figure it out for yourselves. But hopefully this does what I've said doesn't like affect your opinion of it, on it. But please, oh my gosh, it was a movie, let me tell you. It was a roller coaster that you just didn't know where it was going. Anyways, this is when I get into today's episode. Completely different to the movie. This is completely unrelated to the movie and I hope you really listen to this episode and you really think about your life if you can relate to this. So let me begin. Even though it's 13 minutes into today's episode, let's just begin. Sorry, that movie review was intense. I mean, it was quite intense. So today's episode is about Lotto. Now, if you're from South Africa, you you won't really know what's going on in New Zealand, but everybody kind of knows what Lotto is. It's essentially you, these, this company, I think, don't ask me too much about Lotto, and they'll say like $4 million, and you buy a ticket, you pick your numbers, or you can get random numbers, and if you get all the numbers right, something you win, like it starts at $4 million. if nobody wins the $4 million, it goes up, then the next week, and yeah. Now, don't ask me who gives the lotto this money, because honestly, I have no clue. Mystery to me, but we'll we'll just move along. Not important right now. Um, and what I find with myself, and this has this has been like a huge issue for me personally, and I've spoken to people about it and like some of them can really relate so I wanted to talk about it and see how people felt about it too and like share my thoughts and my experiences as I always do and then kind of relate it to something else that I've seen online before. So I enjoy lotto. I hate buying lotto tickets because they cost money just like everything else in the world but I love Lotto, or I used to, and I'm going to get into it, and I'm going to talk about my Lotto experience, and why I loved it, and you know, just all of that. So when I first got into Lotto, it was exciting. It was really exciting, and it was like me, like that could be me. I could be winning millions of dollars, and I would just picture my life, and I would fantasize about my life, and it was like, it was simple. I would see what, how much money was to be won, and it's always like over four million dollars, and I'd buy my ticket, or I'd buy my ticket online on the app, and it's literally at your fingertips, especially on the app, like you just pay however much money, and then you're like, 
this is my chance. My life is going to change. And you really think you're going to win. Or even if you know you might not win or that you're not going to win, there's always a little bit of hope. And with this, I kind of found when I was buying my ticket, I would be like, okay, I've bought my ticket. And then I'd like go to a grocery store and I was like, I'd be like, maybe I need to buy a ticket now. Like maybe this is the time. Maybe this is the time. And it's never the time because you're just spending your money. And like, I really would fantasize about all that money. And I, I definitely see it as my materialistic side or you know, all of that, but whether you're materialistic or not, or anything like that, you can't deny that when, when you're in a competition, and you feel like you're so close to winning, even though your chances are literally one in a trillion, it, it's nice, it's nice to hope, it's nice to dream, it's nice to think, you know, I'll be buying a house, and what you'll do with the money, like, you'll buy a house, or a car, or you'll go on holiday, or quit your job, or something like that, and it makes you hopeful of the future, it makes you dream about a better life, or what you portray to be a better life because you'll have this money and and how money has kind of been associated with power or happiness or not having to work and not having that stress and that's how it was for me and I've I've spoken about this with other people and they feel the same way and it's like like you know you're not going to win you know your chances are pretty much nothing but there's just that little part of you that's like, this is the time. Like, I'm, this is the time. I'm going to win. And this week's lotto was 45 or $42 million. $42 million. That is insane. It's money that anyone couldn't even dream of. And so people buy their lotto tickets and they get dreaming and they think about it and then lotto comes you scan your ticket or you take it in and you don't win and it's like you you were expecting it to happen like you weren't expecting to win but there was still that little piece of hope inside of you and even though you you lost and you can accept it and it's like you don't want to be like damn like you're still a little disappointed because it's like all that hope is like kind of vanished and that's what gets me in today's episode um I saw something a while ago and it essentially spoke about how when we want a better life and we want to be better people it makes us realize that we aren't better people and that we don't have a better life. And I'm not saying this in a way that it's true that we don't have those things, but I'm saying it in a way that it's a mindset. And that, um, so this this picture I saw was on uh, Pinterest and it, it said somebody who accepts that their life is theirs and can accept that they have a good life and that, you know, their life is perfectly fine, it 
they are happier than somebody who wants a better life and who is trying to get a better life because they haven't accepted that their life is theirs and they are meant to be where they are. And I guess that's kind of difficult to comprehend because you really have to unfold it and think about it. But like the fact that where you are is where you're meant to be and how that the life you have is meant to be yours and yes things can be better and things can change and change for the good but that doesn't mean where you are now isn't good now I say that in a very general meaning not like trying to say okay well even if you're in a shit situation or in you know in a shit place in your life it means that you know that you're in a good place but I think it's about acceptance and there's nothing wrong with wanting to grow and wanting to change and wanting to improve but it's about a a state of mind and being like you know I'm in a good place and that this is where I'm supposed to be and I can change and I can grow but where I am isn't this terrible place like accepting your place in life and like it makes me think of Lotto because for those few days before Lotto or before the ticket or the numbers come out or whatever you really fantasize about what your life will look like after you have all that money and then when you lose you you go back to your normal life and I guess you kind of lose that sense of appreciation that that things actually aren't that bad and that you don't need all that money to be happy like like for example like for myself so 42 million what could I do with that okay (laughs) and here's my little moments of fantasize but I could buy a house I could buy Eli and I nice cars like I could quit my job, we could travel the world, and like, yes, those things would be amazing, but I wouldn't trade where we are for the world, like, I love where we are, and I love being able to see our families every day, because we don't, like, we both live at home, and like, being able to go to work, and at the end of the week when I get my paycheck being able to be thankful for that and know that that is my hard-earned money and that's what makes it special to know that it's mine and that I've earned this money and that I get to share my days with the people I love because like I live with my family and like I see Eli's family so much and I get to spend a lot of my time with Eli and it's it's special and every day is so special and I get to live in a beautiful country and there's just so much to be thankful for and that's why I wanted to talk about this because when things like that happen or you want things to change you want your life to be this is inverted commas but you want your life to be better but when you look at your life and you want it to be better, it's, it's easy to forget and appreciate the things you have now and how lucky we are now and how easy it is to take everything we have for granted, you know? And it's 
it's the small things that make you feel special and make make life worth living and make make your day brighter and happier and it's like like for example this is kind of off topic but it's like when when like a billionaire I saw something like a billionaire will never be able to appreciate somebody buying them a coffee in the morning you know and I think that has a lot of kind of depth and meaning to it because it's like because we don't have these crazy insane lives where we get private jets or like crazy stuff like that I think it really really helps us to appreciate the small things and to appreciate what we have now and appreciate the little things like spending time with family and like being able to wake up and appreciate the sunrise and just the small stuff that make that makes us like really full and really feel established in our lives and I think that's important and I think the small things are sometimes the most important things in making us happy and even like the bad days so for example I don't know you have bad customers at work or whatever and like it's it's hard to deal with that stuff and it'll never be easy I mean or maybe you'll get used to it or whatever. But just imagine for you, your bad day is a bad customer or something. Or like somebody like driving badly, I don't know. And a billionaire's bad day is, I don't know, like losing a million dollars. And if I lost a million dollars, um, that'd be pretty shit. Like, that'd be freaking scary. But it's it's like, there's... there's nothing to lose so like you can experience your happiness you can try new things and not have a million people staring at you like all those people and celebrities like what they have and it's like I feel like there's so much to appreciate and you don't need fame or like money or materialistic things to find the appreciation and to find things to be grateful for in the world and I just I think that that is really important and I think that really really speaks volumes and so yeah thank you for listening to today's episode and I really hope this episode resonates with you because it really resonates with me and just being able to appreciate life and appreciate where you are and the small things and like just appreciating the sunshine and Something I absolutely always love to see is like ducklings in in spring and it's like the small things that really, really mean the most, you know, and being able to spend every day with the person and the people you love and yeah, I'm I'm just really thankful and being able to see friends and stuff like that, that there's so much to appreciate that money can't buy. And money can't buy time with your friends and family. And yes, you wouldn't have to work. But it's just about appreciating where you are and what you have right now. And not saying there's no room to grow and for things to get better. But it's about saying, you know, I'm meant to be where I am right now. And not to worry about what the future holds or focus on what I don't have, you know. 
So yeah, thank you for listening to today's episode and yeah, uh, I'm really glad if you're still listening and thank you very much. I hope you had a really nice day or this will probably be released at like eight o'clock tomorrow. So I hope you have a really amazing day and that you appreciate the small things and are grateful for everything that comes your way because there, there is so much to be grateful for in today's world. Thank you. Bye-bye.